round 21. It's the Warriors against the Raiders. Um, and, of course, it's at Go uh, Media Stadium, Mount Smart tonight. Kick-off at 8 o'clock. Uh, the Warriors went to Canberra earlier in the season and spoilt Jared Croker's 300th with a clinical performance in the Aussie capital. And Sticky and his men will be looking for retribution on our turf. Our good side is the fourth versus fifth on the ladder with the winner a step closer to locking up a top four spot. Yes, we're talking top four now, aren't we? Just not top eight. It's been some time since we've spoken of the Waratahs uh, because we've been talking women's football, of course. Uh, but there's no one better to break down the possibility of another one tonight. Then uh, a Kiwi's mentor, of course, uh, happy Frank Endicott. Uh, Frank, good morning to you. Uh, we've just been caught up a little bit in the momentum of what happened at Eden Park last night, um, uh, but we can't forget that the Warriors are in action tonight as well. Well, without a doubt, I watched that last night. That was an exciting match, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, Warriors tonight, yeah, they, I think they're in with a great show, to be honest. Um, the way we put them away in that... Uh, Croker's 300th game back in, in um, a month or so ago at Canberra. Fantastic effort. But the way we're going at the moment, lying fifth on the ladder, seven rounds left, I think we've got plenty of cause for optimism. Well, Frank, you look into the game a lot more deeply than some of us, but uh, when you look at it um, and compare it to this time last year, what's your assessment as such and why? Well, for a start, it's chalk and cheese. Uh, and, I, and the first thing um, I say is that you've got to look at the coaching staff and what they're doing with this team. Unbelievable. You've got guys there that haven't been performing over the last uh, two or three years that are now performing as a team. And that, when I say team, every guy's doing their job. Um, you, you go through our team and there's, you, you couldn't pick one guy out that's not performing at the moment. So someone's doing something right behind the scenes and um, I give that credit to the coach and for the players to actually listen to him and uh, go out there and do their jobs. It's quite interesting, isn't it, uh, when you, you put it down to, to that kind of thing. I mean, Stacey's there in the mix. Um, Justin Morgan's in the mix. They were there last year, of course. Uh, we've brought in other coaches from around the fringes area. Cappy's back there recruiting as such. Uh, so what, have you, what do you think the, the improvements have, have been, Frank, if you look at it? Is it an attitudinal thing, a tactical thing? I think it's attitude and discipline. Uh, the one thing that's been lacking from Warrior sides over the last 10 years or so has been discipline. And, uh, you know, the discipline this year has been impeccable. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, personally, I, at the start of the year, I uh, didn't pick them to make the eight. I thought they'd finish about 11. Um, and and I'm be, I've been proven wrong, as, uh, along with many others. This team's looking at uh, not just top eight, but top four. If you look at their... Their uh, games left. They got the bye next week after this uh, Canberra game. They got the bye. Well, you, it's very hard to lose a bye, Smithy. Um, so <laughs> there's two points. You got you, you got Titans and Tigers away. Now they're both definitely more than winnable games. You got you got Manly at home, Dragons at home. You can win both of them. And you got Dolphins away. I mean that's a terrific um, you know last seven rounds. So. You know, if they win, if they win five or six of those, they're in um, they're in the top four. So I, I believe they're, they're capable of winning every one of them the way they're going. Frank, they haven't actually been that good when it's been raining. Uh, a couple of times they've played in pretty average conditions, and it just hasn't worked for them. What's the difference for, from your point of view in terms of wet weather football that they've got to sort out? Well, that was proven in the South Sydney game, wasn't it? You know, um, I, I, I and many others thought the rain would have helped our team uh, against South Sydney at Mount Smart, but it didn't. 
um, and they adapted to the conditions a lot better than we did. What that does, when, it, when you get conditions like that, it comes down to the kicking game and the chase. And uh, we weren't up for it for that game. Um, we were completely outplayed. So, you know, when you go into those wet weather games, really it's, a, it's a different tactics altogether. But um, hopefully the rain stays away. And uh, I'm not sure what the weather's like in Auckland for tonight, but I um, hope it stays away. OK, well, you talk about tactics and uh, executing the tactics. Uh, Sean Johnson uh, has had one hell of a season and uh, all of a sudden he's found a really good ally, it seems, in Luke Metcalf. I couldn't agree more. I didn't know a lot about this young fella. Um, I heard he had a bit of a rap on him when he came over, but um, what I saw in the early stages didn't really excite me. Now I'm really excited. Uh, this guy's got acceleration um, to burn. Um, he's, you know, great speed around the halves. Uh, he knows how to score a try. Um, he, the combination of him and Sean Johnson, they're complementing each other. And uh, I think he's going to be the guy that takes over from uh, Sean when he retires. Uh, very, very um, good prospect. We've had a guy at the back this year who's scarcely made a mistake, even in, when we've had uh, slightly poorer performances. Sean's Nicole Klockstad has been um, unbelievably sound there uh, and like a veteran almost. Without a doubt, again, um, you know, one word, I had to sum him up in one word, I'd say solid. Um, there's not many mistakes in him. Um, he takes the ball up strong. He's good under the high ball. Um, oh, he, he's very, he's a very good player and a very good team man. And of course, he, uh, he came right when he went to Canberra. So he's playing up, he's playing against his old uh, teammates here. I think he'll be up for a big one. Captain, of course, is uh, Tohu Harris at the moment. Uh, they, even last week when uh, he wasn't that flash, they decided that uh, they could win it without him. Um, he, he's really um, getting up towards the stage of um, Simon Mannering type uh, player for the Warriors in terms of his longevity, but the respect that everyone gets for him. And, and around him, I think the pack has been, I don't think they've been understated a wee bit because we've focused on you know, the pretty boys out the back doing the scoring. Well, the pretty boys can't do their job if the, if the uh, forwards don't do theirs. And, you know, you look at you look at Fanua Blake, for instance. I mean, he's as good as any prop in the NRL, and uh, it all starts from him up front. Um, uh, Bunty Afoa is in again tonight. He's a good go-forward man. Uh, I'd like to see an offload come from him occasionally, but he's, uh, he's good at the, the yardage game. And the back rowers, you know, Ford, Nakori and Harris, I mean, you know, fantastic effort they've done. Harris, he just, to me, he looks as though he's, um, he's playing with an injury every week but getting through it. So it shows me how tough he is. He's a big unit, um, respected by his teammates and opposition. Uh, yeah, one of our... I think it's a, a very good assumption you make there about Simon Mannering. I think he's getting on towards that status, really. He's, uh, he's been very good for us. What are the dangers of a Ricky Stewart coached Canberra side then tonight? Well, one thing about this side, you won't see Canberra go out and win by 20 or 30 points in, 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 in any game, but they're a team of scrappers, uh, and they know how to win, and, um, and their wins normally come in close games. So this is going to be another close game, but they play the type of rugby league that the Warriors enjoy. And if you go back through time, we've always had a pretty good record against Canberra Raiders. So... Uh, you look at their team. In fact, the thing that when I looked at these two teams, Smithy, there's, there's 
they're solid teams. We're, we haven't had too many injuries this year, and neither have they. They've had one or two, but they, their um, forward, uh, Josh Papali, is back in after an injury. He's going to be a real asset to them up front. But, look, we can match this side. Um, you know, we can beat them, especially at home. OK, so next year we get to uh, Tavita Harris is signed. We know Roger Tuovasashek is on the way. Where do we fit him in at the moment? Well, well, that's not that's not a bad problem to have, of course. Um, you know, and I, I would say that's going to make us into a very, very serious side next year. Um, I would think that uh, Tuovasashek would be looking at a centre spot. I don't think you can move Nicole Clockstart. I think he's doing too good a job. Um, but he... The one, the one position that's worried me with the Warriors over the last few years has been centre. Um, but at the moment, you know, Rocco Berry had his best game last week against Sharks. Best game he's ever had. Pompey is doing a job. But I'm picking, I'm picking that two of Arsashek will come back into the, uh, into the centres. Uh, and we may just be getting carried away because of, of the fact, uh, Frank, that uh, the Warriors are having such a, a, a damn good season. But... Uh, the, the NRL in general, have, have you seen it more healthy in terms of, well, one, uh, the, the level of competition, two, the level of interest? Have you, have you been, can you remember a time where everyone's been buying into it so much? Uh, not for a long time. Not for a long time. I, I did make a statement at the start of the year, Smithy, when the Dolphins come into the competition that I didn't think we needed the 17th team. Um, I thought 16 was right. Uh, and the standard was very, very high. I just, I just noticed, and not many say this, but I, I'm going to say it. I just noticed that the, the actual standard of of, of rugby league uh, in in many of the games has dropped um, because of that extra team in. Um, but the level, you know, the uh, evenness of the games. I mean, that's made it really, really interesting. And uh, yeah, well, gee. Uh, you know, it's really our, our team's really come on this year. It's come on great, and it's, we we say every year this is our year. Well, gee, I, you know, this could be our year. <laughs> it could be. It very much could be. Uh, I think we're paying the believers at the moment. Uh, Andy has texted in while we've been talking. Frank and said, "Please, can I ask you if Millwood Nike is back in work, and are they going for the record of most consecutive wins?" Uh, well, she uh, she's on the water walker. She's still in uh, Matamata as I speak. Uh, she'll be coming back to Christchurch within the next two weeks, and uh, she'll be in Cup Day. So she's got a big campaign coming up. The big goals, the New Zealand Oaks, of course, um, in November. Uh, so, or oh, I think it's the first week in December, I think. But the Oaks is the big one for her. But she uh, she's she's in training. Yes, she is, and I'd love to see her go out and break the record. She's won 14 straight, but I think that Courage Under Fire holds that record at 23, so it's going to be pretty hard to do, but uh, she's a special one. Well, they said that about Winks as well. It's got to end at some point, but it didn't. So, Frank, uh, all the very best there. <laughs> we'll, we'll look forward to the Warriors tonight at 8 o'clock against the Raiders. Hey, hey thanks. Always great to catch up, mate. I hope you're well and um, enjoying life. Uh, thank you so much. and appreciate it. Uh, a pleasure, Smithy. You have a great day, mate.